It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This this has nothing to do with today's show. We're, we're going to talk a little bit about Franz Wagner and the impact that Jalen Suggs and rookies have, plus an update on Shimo Kiki, but... Will somebody please sign James Ennis? Like, this isn't just the players thing. Somebody sign James Ennis. This has been a public service announcement from Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is October 12th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about the update about Chumo Kiki that we got last week. Um, we'll, we'll update where he stands and what that means for the Orlando Magic. What that means for Franz Wagner as he starts his career, what we're expecting from Franz Wagner this year. Plus, why the rookies are so critical to the Magic having any kind of success this season. We'll get to that all coming up here in just a moment. Before we do any of that, I do remind you all you check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching for every download podcast for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Just like there's podcasts here covering Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Boston Celtics ahead of Wednesday's game? Check out Lockdown Celtics. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Don't for, also, today for, for today's podcast, we want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic listening routine. Whether we're your first listener of the day, and I will continue to try these out early enough so that it can be, or you listen to us at lunch on your way to the game, or wherever, we thank you for tuning in. Remember, Locked on Magic is free and available on all platforms wherever you download download podcasts. Plus, you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel and get us for free. And if you're happening to be up here at 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning, you might be able to watch us live. You never know. So definitely subscribe to Locked on Magic today. Before we got to this weekend's games, we'd get a little bit of an injury update. Um, I, I was able to ask Jamal Mosley on Friday for an update on Chuma Okiki, um, you know, we've kind of been in and out of practice. When I've been in practice, you know, toward the end, you usually see Chuma Okiki kind of off in the corner or on the far side of the court. 
um, doing wind sprints and, and you know, the coaches and the trainers looking, you know, watching him very, very carefully. Um, it, we've kind of lost track of Chumo Kiki a little bit. Um, Jeff Waltman told us at media day that he had a bit of a hip bruise. Um, the extent of that hip bruise is not particularly clear, but knowing the magic, they've been extremely cautious with him as they've been with everyone. Um, and, but there was a sense that it was day to day, that it wasn't something that was going to be serious, but obviously Chumo Kiki has not participated in practice as, as far as we can tell. He certainly hasn't been part of these games. Um, and that's been a huge hindrance for this team. Um, and so there's really no update. Well, Jamal Mosley said that he will not, he, that obviously Chumo Kiki missed Sunday's game, but he will also miss Wednesday's game. He's expected to miss Wednesday's game against the Celtics. Um, but he remains on track for his recovery. He remains kind of on the path that the team has put him on. Now, again, whether that means he's going to be ready for the regular season opener next Wednesday against the Spurs, or whether that means there's a further out timeline that we don't know, those are fair questions to ask. The Magic are very coy about timelines. They're very careful, very safe about how they bring guys back, um, very cautious about how they bring guys back. Um, so obviously, you know, Jonathan Isaac's been out for a while as well. Uh, undoubtedly, though, the, the absence of Chumo Kiki, a player that many of us believe could be in line to start at small forward, has had a huge effect on this preseason and on this training camp. Like two years ago when Aaron Gordon went down, when Jonathan Isaac went down, when Alfaruk Aminu went down, the Magic are essentially down a position, a whole position, a whole position playing group. The Magic are without some very, very key players. Obviously, Jonathan Isaac is still out. And while Jonathan Isaac was on uh, several podcasts, has been making the media rounds, um, if you want to listen to those, feel free to. I'm not going to advertise those podcasts. Um, he did say on the Will Kane show, however, uh, on Fox News, that if it were up to him, he'd be playing right now. Um, so the question then is, where is he in the Magic's protocol? How close do the Magic think he is? And again, how close do, do we think it is till we see him play? Now, obviously, he's a player. He wants to be out there and playing. You want that from him. I want Jonathan Isaac to say, Hey, I'm ready to play. I feel good. I want to play, but he obviously has to work with the with the medical professionals um, and the, and the doctors and and the team's physicians and the team's uh, trainers to get ready to be back to play because the NBA is not easy. This is not something you can just dive right into. It's not something that you can just walk off the street and play. This isn't 2K where you know guy has been injured and all of a sudden the computer tells you he's back and ready to go and you can just play him 35 minutes. That's not how this works. Um, someone was saying like, oh, I want to see Mo Bamba play 30 minutes per game. And I want to talk more about Mo Bamba later on in the week. Um, but I told them like, look, Mo Bamba has played 27 or more minutes in his in a game four times in his career. Sunday night against the Spurs was number five. This guy has just not played a lot. You don't just ramp immediately up to those kinds of minutes. You got you to gotta build up to it. Um, and so certainly whenever Isaac comes back, I kind of expect him to come off the bench. I kind of expect Magic to bring him along very, very slowly. Um, you know, slowly expand his minutes. It's it's going to be a process with Jonathan Isaac. But the thing is, not having Isaac was okay because the team had Chumo Kiki. The team had Franz Wagner. The team had a little bit of depth at powerful. And while I think the Magic were always going to try and experiment a little bit with Gwendo Carter at the four, the big reason why the Magic are having to do this, the reason why the Magic, you know, put Terrence Ross in the starting lineup, the reason why the Magic kind of jumbling their lineups a little bit is because they're down so much at power four. They don't have enough fours to get them through the gate, to get them through these games. They don't have enough fours right now to, to field a freaking roster. And that's where the absence of Chumo Kiki really, really hurts. Um, hopefully he's back soon. And obviously number one priority 
get players healthy. There's there's no reason right now uh, with the way the Magic expect this season to go. There's no reason to push guys faster and further than they otherwise would be able to. Um, that's that's the, that's the reality here. Um, the Magic have no reason to kind of speed things up a little bit. Um, you know, they 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 should be working at their pace, and by all accounts, they are. But it hurts, and it's hurt this team's preparation. It hurts this team. It's hurt. Hurts this team's ability to look at the lineup combinations they want to use. Some of this experimenting we're, we're seeing in the preseason, it's going to continue into the regular season. And obviously, most of us suspect that the Magic are not so focused on wins and losses, that wins and losses aren't the only goal this year or aren't the measure of success. But you still want to put players in positions to succeed. I think Franz Wagner has struggled a little bit. We haven't been able to look at Franz Wagner a lot at the three and figure out exactly what we have in him because the Magic have had to essentially kind of shoehorn him into this one specific role. And whereas Steve Clifford might say that's a good thing, let's envision a, a singular role for him, keep things simple, uh, and, and I'm, I'm all for that too. But you also want to kind of give, uh, you know, with the way the Magic are playing now, you want to give them a little bit of freedom to kind of explore them, explore a little bit and, and get to know how they play and how they play together. Injuries are part of life. You can't get can't get around them. You have you have to adjust. You have to be flexible enough to deal with them. That is that is a big piece of this puzzle. That is a big piece of what the Magic are doing as well. Um, so obviously, obviously the the it, it, it's it's something that you have to wait to solve. Um, you know you can't you can you can shake your fists at it. You can be angry about it, but at the end of the day, it's waiting for. Chimo Kiki to be cleared and healthy to play. And again, it could happen by opening night and we could see the rotation. It, you know, I, I doubt it, but you know, he could be cleared to, he could be cleared to play. He could be practicing a little bit and the magic are just holding him out of these games so they can continue to control the environment in which he's playing and in the environment in which he's recovering. I think, you know, I was told by someone a long time ago that coaches always prefer practice, you know, in, at this time of year, they always prefer practice to games because in practice they can stop, they can correct, and then they can continue. Um, and it's the same way with injured players. In a game, you can't stop the game to ask how a guy's doing. You can't stop the game when it looks like he's struggling a little bit. You have to wait for a dead ball. You have to wait for the game to kind of kind of flow into that. In practice, you control the environment. You control a lot of things in practice. Um, and so, obviously, I think he has to clear a practice hurdle far before he clears a game hurdle. Obviously, with Shumo Kiki's absence, we've seen a lot more Franz Wagner than I think we thought we would. Our impressions, our early impressions of Franz Wagner, and what is in store for the rookie coming up in just a moment. But first, basketball season is just a week away. The NBA regular season begins next Tuesday. Let me repeat that. The NBA regular season begins next Tuesday. So it's time to get your fantasy basketball game in order. But most of us who play fantasy basketball probably agree that it is pretty mundane. Unless you're in a few select leagues like the strange fantasy basketball league that I play in. I made the playoffs two of the last three years. I've won two playoff series. I'm trying to figure out how to build my championship team. Um, but that's either here nor there. Most of us who play regular fantasy basketball are struggling because it is literally just a daily grind with no strategy and no thinking. Really, whether you win or lose is dependent both on how many games your best players play, but also whether you even remember to log in to change your lineup daily. Nobody wants that kind of work. Nobody wants that kind of uh, attention. What you want is an experience just like fantasy football. One game a week, you 
everything happens all at once or it happens pretty quickly or you know when, when the scoring is going to happen. You know the games you have to watch and you know what matters. That's what Sleeper is doing. They've created a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, just like in fantasy football, an owner picks a single game per week for each starter to count toward their team's total score. You set your lineup with your best players or the players you think will do the best and then pick a game, one game, and that game is the only one that counts. Hit hit Kevin Durant on a night when he gets 22, and then he scores 50 later in the week. Well, sorry, you only get the 22. This is part of the fun and strategy that ba- fantasy basketball is supposed to have. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty leagues, game picks has you covered. Sleeper is cracked to fantasy basketball code, so if you love playing fantasy football, prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Obviously, through, through the first couple weeks of preseason here, uh, Franz Wagner has really struggled. Um, or at least for the metrics that most fans would typically look at, he's really struggled. Hasn't shot the ball particularly well. Hasn't really done a lot of things that people will notice. And I've gotten more than a few tweets saying, should I be worried about Franz Wagner? To which I say it's, you know, it's preseason. We're not so worried about Jalen Suggs and how much he struggled to shoot at this point. Um, You know, is Franz Wagner, was Franz Wagner the best pick or, you know, maybe the best player available? Um, not in my book. Um, there are definitely players that I would I would have picked ahead of him. Uh, but that doesn't mean Franz Wagner is not going to contribute and not going to be a key player. Um, I think the one thing we've learned about Franz Wagner is that, yeah, he's a player that's going to need others to set him up. He's going to need a a, 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 a offensive game plan that's going to work the ball around the perimeter to him. He's going to need cutting space. He's going to need flat slashing space. But by all accounts, everyone is still very, very high on this kid. And, and, and you shouldn't give up on him after three preseason games. There's still a lot of season to play. Um, he looked a whole lot better in Sunday's game, at least from the counting stats perspective. But it's going to be tough for Franz Wagner, um, no doubt. Um, this, the, there's a reason why I, I didn't have Franz Wagner really on my board. Um, you know, And, and it's not that the, I didn't think he was a good player. It's just I didn't see the fit, um, considering the Magic had Jonathan Isaac, had Chumo Kiki. They had guys to fill that 3-4 spot. And it felt like Wagner was always better as a four than as a three. So the question then becomes, uh, the question then becomes, how does Franz Wagner fit into this puzzle? What does he, what does he bring to the table? And what's he going to bring in his rookie year? That is a tricky question to solve. 
um, because we're still figuring out exactly who Wagner is. Undoubtedly, the key to his success is going to be his three-point shooting, which he has shown a little bit in preseason. It hasn't, obviously, the shots have not been falling for him. Um, and the Magic are going to have to find ways to take advantage of his slashing and cutting. So far with the offense that we've seen, the Magic can do that, but it takes work. It takes a lot of work to be that good and, and to, to kind of play that kind of offense. I'm a fan of those kinds of offenses. I love cutting and motion offenses. Um, we haven't really seen the Magic play a whole lot of that quite yet as they've kind of struggled to implement and install their offense. And, you know, again, it's preseason. I don't want to put it past anyone that the Magic are still hiding some of their best stuff and some of the things that they really want to do um, in practice. They're not ready to show it to the world quite yet. Wagner, though, um, is going to face some challenges. Um, obviously, there will be playing time pinches a little bit with uh, with Isaac and Okiki when they're healthy. Um, so Wagner is going to have to spend this first part of the season really establishing himself and establishing what he can do because um, there's going to be competition there. He's going to have to show that he can be versatile. And again, I think that's one of the problems with Chumo Kiki being out is we haven't really gotten to see Wagner play the three very much. He's had to play mostly the four because the Magic are just so short at that position. Um, it's There's still a lot, you know, frankly. There's still a lot to sort through, a lot to get through, a lot to fit, find out and discover about Franz Wagner. We just haven't seen it yet. Um, so obviously, obviously the Magic have their work cut out for them. They have uh, they have a lot of development to do with this kid. Um, he's he's had his struggles so far this season. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt that he has had some difficulties kind of finding his way. But Wagner's still done plenty good. Um, the coaches have all said it, Maybe and maybe those are platitudes. The players have said it. They've, I don't think they – I mean, they certainly won't say he's playing poorly, but he's done good things. And Wednesday's game really watching. Watch how he moves off the ball. Watch how he defends off the ball because that's really the value of the Magic we're looking for from him. They got plenty of guys who can operate on the ball. They need a floor spacer. They need someone who can slash the basket. They need someone who can score at the rim. And that's what Franz Wagner is supposed to be. Whether he can hit that, whether he can get there is an open question to say the least. Um, I'm not sure if he can. Um, you know, I think he could be a solid player. I'm not expecting him to be an all-star. And again, whether that you think that's what the Magic need to get at eight, I was big on saying the Magic should take a little bit of a star swing or take a, a deeper cut, but Wagner felt like a very safe single. Um, and again, is that what you need at eight? That's going to be that's gonna be something that's going to follow him. That's going to be a debate that's going to follow him throughout his time with the Magic, especially with popular picks like Moses Moody and James Booknight out there. Those are going to be uh, fan narratives. But Wagner can still contribute. And again, I, I always tell people this. My goal in the draft is to get two NBA players. I, I don't. I, I you just don't want a guy that's not going to make it um, or make it through his rookie contract. Um, and Wagner, obviously, I think can. The question though is, what's he going to contribute this year? Where's he going to find his home? Where's he going to find his role? Is he going to be a quality enough shooter to make good on that? Those are the big questions facing Franz Wagner this year, and it is an open-ended question. Obviously. The Magic are relying heavily on their rookies. They're relying heavily on young guys to kind of lead that lead the way. And frankly, this Magic season is going to go exactly how those rookies take them. We'll talk about that coming up in just a little bit. But first, I want to thank you all again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Whether you listen to us first thing in the morning, whether you're your first listen at lunch, no matter when you listen to us, we truly appreciate all our listeners and viewers on the YouTube channel as well. 
The NBA season is getting ready to tip off, and we are so excited to bring you the 2021-2022 Magic season here on Locked on Magic. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms for podcasts, plus you can subscribe to our YouTube channel to search for Locked on Magic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes now on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season, about halfway through the college football season now. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Obviously, when it comes to the Magic, there, there, there's a lot of intrigue in the rookies. Um, this is a young team. This is a young roster. This is a, a group that it doesn't have a lot of experience, um, and the Magic are building for the future anyway. So the one thing that we've all been very keenly focused on is what the Magic, what the Magic would do with that fifth and eighth pick, Jalen Suggs, Ronald Wagner, and how those players will play. It, it's safe to say that those are players the Magic are invested in since they drafted them after the trades and are now part of this core stage of the rebuild. Um, but it's also very, very clear how important these guys are going to be to the success of this year's team. There's high expectations for Jalen Sucks. I, I don't need to say that. A lot of people think he could be an all-star. I talk to people who are like, go get Ben Simmons now. Jalen Suggs is the guy. To which I'm just like, slow, slow down, slow down. Let's let the kid play a regular season game first. He's Kind of been pedestrian so far in preseason, but again, we'll we'll see what's real, what's not when the regular season begins. They're, he's going to need time. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think you should go out and expect him to be an all-star very, very quickly, but he's a very, very good player. And you could see hints of that. The end of Sunday's game was the best we've seen Suggs play uh, in the preseason. And you could just kind of tell that the, the light flip switch. And even though he turned the ball over on that last possession, it, it, he was doing some really good things. And he's setting up guys in a major way. And, and I think there's, there's certainly a lot to like when it comes to, to Jalen sucks, but don't let expectations run too far ahead. The bottom line is this: both rookies are going to be expected to contribute and expected to be meaningful parts of this team. Franz Wagner is going to have to find a way to be a little bit more efficient. Um, and the magic are going to have to find a way to keep him involved. He's going to have to be a solid defender if he, you know, if the Magic are going to be successful in the way they want to be successful this year. And that's not wins and losses again, although I think both will contribute to wins and losses. Um, it's about development and growth. It's about whether they get better over the course of the season, whether they end the season better than they started. Both players are key to this team's future. There's no way around it, no way to change it, no way to to, to fix that. 
that is what this team needs to be about. And that's a lot of pressure to put on young guys. And I think the Magic have spent a lot of their preseason trying to ease that pressure. Jalen Suggs hasn't been super involved, although he has played a lot. He's been kind of getting his feet wet. Franz Wagner has been much the same. And obviously, the Magic can't play that way. Suggs' best game was the Celtics. Wagner's best game was the Celtics game, um, even though he made only one shot. Those games, that was the Magic's best game. The Magic will be successful if their rookie players are successful, if their rookie players take meaningful steps, if their rookie players are able to contribute in a huge way. That's a position the Magic haven't been in in a very, very long time. But it's it's going to be vital for this team. It's part of who this team is. It's part of what this team needs to be. And obviously, they're going to have some veterans. They're going to have some older players who can help set that tone and ease some of that burden. But by the end of the season, we need to know exactly who these guys are. And so the rookies are going to play a vital, vital role. And that's just the truth. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search or tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast your podcast-enabled listening device. You can uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube page. Search for Locked On Magic. Thanks to everyone who've gotten us over the hundred subscriber mark, which is pretty. I, I think that's pretty good in two weeks. Um, let's let's keep let's keep it rolling and keep adding those subscribers. Let people know that we are now on YouTube. We'll be doing some YouTube exclusive content, including pregame shows, as well as Spotify Green Rooms. I'll do those live on YouTube and take your comments if you happen. We usually stream these live. Um, so if you happen to be on while I'm watching live, you can drop a comment in the YouTube chat and I will be happy to at least address it, acknowledge it, or answer it on the show as well. I want to bring more interactivity to the show and that's something that I think YouTube allows us to do. So definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel to search for Locked on Magic. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Once again, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen of the day, or at least part of your daily listening routine now that the NBA is starting back up again, the regular season beginning again. We've got, uh, we'll be doing a whole lot more here on the podcast. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll preview the Magic's final preseason game against the Boston Celtics. We'll talk about a whole lot more as the Orlando Magic get ready for their last preseason game. Now make your second listen, though, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Right. We'll see you all again for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.